Hey, grown-ups! We are so incredibly grateful to you for listening to Story Pirates. Season 6 was really, really fun to make, and we're so excited for Season 7 right around the corner. To help us make the Story Pirates podcast the best it can be, we've created a short survey for our listeners, and we'd really, really appreciate it if you could take a few minutes to fill it out. You'll be able to tell us what you like about the Story Pirates podcast and what you'd like to see us do in the future. To fill it out, just go to realm.fm slash kids. That's realm, spelled R-E-A-L-M, dot F-M slash kids. And as a thank you, everyone who fills it out can enter to win a prize pack from a whole bunch of different kids' podcasts, including Story Pirates! Pretty cool. Again, that website is realm.fm slash kids. Thank you. Now back to the show. Hey, grownups. If you're a fan of comedy, there's a brand new podcast from our friend Justin Bartha that I wanted to tell you about. You may remember Justin from episode seven this season. He's the treasure hunter at the Met. And as you heard a seriously funny actor. Justin's show is called King of the Egg Cream. And in addition to Justin, it has just the most incredible cast. Again, this show's just for grownups and probably older kids. Grownups, you can take a listen yourself and see what you think. But if you're a fan of hilarious stuff and well-told stories, you will probably like King of the Egg Cream. Here's a taste. This egg cream is delicious. I wish the chocolate syrup inside wasn't so expensive. If you'd like to save some shekels and have some fun at the same time, make sure you tune in to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now, back to the show. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Watch what happens when I spit in zero gravity. Ew, Peter... That is disgusting! Let me show you how to do it artfully. You are both acting like children. Spitting is disgusting. Except when I do it. Watch! Ugh, what is going on in here? We're We're spitting spitting in in zero zero gravity. gravity. Oh, let me try. And now, all together. Wow, without gravity, our spit is a beautiful, wondrous symphony. This is art. Okay, cool. Who's going to clean up all this spit? Not me. No way. Not I. Fine. It is agreed, then, that we leave the spit where it is and that we never speak of this again and we never, ever try it again because while it was glorious, it was also repulsive. Agreed. other people just write for yourself just go for the imagination this is weird it was really scary to me sheep get out of here we're trying to finish a story so 
Where we take stories written by kids and turn them into sketch comedy and songs. Done! Whoa, Rachel, what is that thing? This, my friends, is a transporter. It'll allow us to beam down to any planet in our sight. Soon, you'll all be saying that famous phrase, beam me to down there, Rachel. Hmm. Well, I for one can't wait to be beamed. Should we do a story first? Yeah! Yeah! Listeners, have you ever expected one thing and gotten something totally different? Well, in this Halloween-inspired story, two kids get something way weirder than they ever imagined. Here's the author to introduce it. Hi, my name is Nora. I'm seven years old, and I'm from Florida. This is my story. It's called Boo. Oh, my brother Max, would you be so kind as to check the calendar? Why, of course, my sister Sarah. I'd love to. Putting an X on the 30th. Well, would you look at that? Oh, what, dear brother? It appears that today is the 31st. Of what month? Why, October, dear sister. Well, that can only mean two things, dear brother. Oh, you mean Halloween! And candy! Halloween and candy! Halloween and candy! Oh, you kids are correct. It is Halloween. We We know, Mom. Mom. You are so excited. Okay, Halloween, which means trick-or-treating. We We know, Mom. Oh, which means I'm taking you to houses. We We know, Mom. Ah, 235 days till sleepaway camp. But here we are, the mansion at the end of our street. Oh, no! Not the mansion! Mom, this is the worst house! We hate it! Max, Sarah, why? Because they don't give out candy! They give toothpaste! Well, nothing wrong with some dental hygiene, some oral care, some mouth management. Mom! We know we got you that thesaurus for your birthday. It was an odd gift, but I love it and we'll use it. Let's see. What's another synonym for teeth? Ooh, chompers. Okay, okay, we will go get the toothpaste. Yeah, I mean, it can't be all that bad. In and out and then right back to more candy. Okay, here we are at the mansion. Huh, let's try... Uh, should we go back to Mom? Hi, kids! Isn't it funny that cavity means an opening like a mouth? You can have a cavity in your cavity! (laughs) Looks like we're on our own. Huh. The door is opening. Let's go in. Whoa, a huge creepy mansion. I don't see any toothpaste in this entrance hall. Mm, I think it's an atrium. Well, I'd consider it a foyer. Ugh, we're doing that mom thing. Let's try one of these doors. How about the one that says free toothpaste? Let's go in. Oh, look, some toothpaste. And some toothbrushes. We'll just grab these and... Dear brother, do you see what I see? I th- th- think so, sister. It's a, a ghost, ghost with, with shining teeth! Hello, listeners. Randy McNibbins here from the FGG. That's the Friendly Ghost Guild. I'm here to inform you that the ghost in this story is friendly. Don't get me wrong. Some ghosts are scary. Some are even terrifying. But this ghost, he just wants you to have clean teeth. Hey! Here. Whoops, gotta go. Ghosts are our friends. Skadoo! Sorry about that, everybody. Uh, back to the story. A ghost with shining teeth. Boo! Ah! 
where have those kids gone? They've been in that haunted house for a whole 15 seconds. Oh, here they come now. Hey, kids. Oh, looks like they're heading home. Guess I'll just walk that way. Or mosey, hike, step, stroll. Ooh, perambulate. Hold on. I'm looking behind us and I don't see the ghost. I'm looking back too and I don't see him either. We got away. Now, to turn back around to easily walk home. And turn. turn. Boom. Ah! Give me your toothbrush and toothpaste. The, the ghost, ghost can, can talk? Why, yes, I can. It seems I frightened you back there. Well, you did say boo. Oh, no. Unfortunately, you screamed before I could finish what I was saying. I was saying, boo, rush your teeth. Oh, sorry. So, a time to boo-rush your teeth. Wait, you're going to boo-rush our teeth right here on the sidewalk? I'll just wait over here. Don't worry, I have two arms, so I can do double the boo-rushing. Uh, I think I'm good. As far as toothpaste goes, I'm a baking soda and peroxide kind of ghost. I also like a fresh mint. Anything really, except bubblegum gross, am I right? And let's check the timer. And speed. <laughs> Rinse. <laughs> All done. Great job, Max and Sarah. Wow. wow. Max, our teeth are shining. And our breath is so yummy. Oh, yummy. More like appetizing. Delectable. Ooh, ambrosial. Mom. Say, your teeth are so shiny. How'd that happen? The ghost that was... Huh? Where's the ghost? Ghost? Oh. Kids, I think you've had too much candy. Time to walk home. But, but, but home, dwelling, shelter, resident. Okay, fine. Jeez. Wow, a ghost, a real ghost. It really. Okay, ghost, you can come out from behind the tree. Okay. All in all, a pretty good checkup. What's the situation? Well, Sarah definitely has a cavity, and Max, get that guy some floss already. Uh, there has to be an easier way to get them to see a dentist. The end. Whoa, oh, such another good story. I, yeah, yeah. Wow. Oh, guys, look out the window. We're passing a planet. You know, I would love to beam down to that planet. Rachel, should we give the new transporter a whirl? Oh, yes. We simply must. Let's turn this puppy on. Inputting the coordinates. Ready, everyone? Ready. Ready. Ah! Ah! Aha! It worked! We're on another planet! Let's see what's going on. Welcome back to another episode of The Gorn is Floor! What is happening? The only show that asks contestants to guess the Gorm of Florms so you can win more Groms! Sounds goo, right? And that's the realm. I am so confused right now. <gasps> We're on a game show planet. And we've landed in the middle of a game. Welcome, contestants. Why is the game show host staring at us? Toont of you must play. What does toont mean? Any toont, time to scoff. Come on. I think we're the contestants. I think toont of us have to play the game. Just beam us back up. I can't, it's not working. I think, I think we have to play or we can't leave this planet. Okay, team huddle. 
What are we going to do? Who's going to play this game? Guys, I've got this. I'm amazing at television game shows. My family used to watch them when I was growing up, and I always won. My parents kept saying, Megan, you can't actually win a TV game show from the couch, but I knew they were just trying to dim my light. I'm also really good at games. Megan and I should play. Great. Hands in. Go, Go team! Have you decided which toot? Yes, me, Megan. And me, Peter. Oh, <laughs> the transporter's working now. See you back on the ship. Bye. Yeah, bye. Great. First up is round one. Round one is the Galagax round. The rules are simple. Don't florp or else you'll flee. And remember, if you can't, then you... You'll be playing against twang-time winner from the village of Crud. Welcome back, Blorb! Blorb, are you Redette? Redette. Megan and Peter, are you Redette? I'm Redette. Born Redette. First one to crit the steam gets to answer. And your first question is, a flam is traveling Horbit's tranks per trunk. In the other direction, a Hubert is gronking a flop at fling tanks per crank. So the question is... Honk? Blorb? Honk? That is correct. And that is Fefter Poots for Blorb. I don't even understand the question. Fefter Poots? How? Round two. Find the Wibwab in the Borg box. The Wibwab in the what now? Peter, I think we have to get into that glass box and find a Wibwab. On your floor. Get Goot. Grod! Let's get out of the box. Good job, Blorb. Blorb has Findefin boots. And Megan and Peter have North. And remember, the winner gets a lifetime supplant of Borgio. This is so unfair. We don't even speak your language. We'll never win the lifetime supplant. It's okay, Megan. It's just a game. And just as another reminder, the loser will be ejected into space into the great endless expanse of the universe, left to drift through the weightless, limitless void for all eternity. There is no return. There are no second chances. There is no escape from the infinite abyss. What, now we understand you? We'll be right back. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is sponsored by DoorDash, where you can get $0 delivery fees on eligible orders with DashPass, and new members get a 30-day free trial. Hey, Peter! Hey, Lee! What you doing? Just waiting for a delivery. Oh, that's cool. What are you getting? It's here! Thank you! Delicious sushi! Aren't you going to eat it now? Oh, no. I'm waiting for a delivery. I thought that was your delivery. Another delivery. It's here! Thank you! What's that delivery? Groceries. Uh, want help putting them away? Thanks, but not yet. I'm waiting for a delivery. Another delivery? It's here! Thank you! Peter, why are you getting- It's here! Thank you! This seems like a lot it's of- It's here! Thank you! Peter, why do you keep getting so many deliveries? It's too easy! I can't stop! Well, what's that delivery you just got? Oh, more sushi. Wow, I guess getting that many deliveries makes you hungry. You have no idea. 
Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Hey, grown-ups! this next message is for you. Shout out to Clarendon for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. One thing about me is that I love animals. I am not a dog or a cat person. I am both a dog and a cat person. And honestly, I don't want to brag, but animals love me too. If I'm visiting friends or family and they have a pet, there's a pretty good chance that I'll spend more time with the pet than whoever it is I came to see. So it is a huge bummer that I also happen to have really bad allergies around dogs and cats. I start sneezing, my eyes water, and I even sometimes have trouble breathing. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double-action combination of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. And guess what? Just the other day, I went to visit my dog friend, Opie, and I made sure that I took a Claritin D ahead of time, and my allergies were totally under control. We were able to run and play and wrestle, and I nuzzled him and everything. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. Round three, rapid fire. Oh, come on. This is ridiculous. Okay, wait. Megan, sidebar. Host, sidebar? Can we sidebar? Huh? Um, sideboont? Oh, yes. Boont away. Okay, Megan. We're definitely going to lose this game. Uh, yeah, you think? But you don't have to have a bad attitude about it. Peter, we're going to get catapulted into the infinite abyss. But, Megan, it's okay to lose sometimes. Even if the abyss awaits, losing makes you better. You learn from your mistakes and improve. And just think how much time we'll have to learn and improve if we're floating endlessly through an ever-expanding universe. I guess. This game isn't fair, but life isn't always fair. So we just have to make the best of it. If we're gonna lose, let's lose with a positive attitude and confidence. Peter, you're right. I've been a sour Sarah. Time to be a confident Sarah. Flippity sarks on the cork. Now, name as many scafflebies as you can and go. Sparkle form. Tuesday. Ham sandwich. Speezdaz. Yellow. Peter. Crab. Doot to doot. Speedboard. Crandall. Rabbit. Trund. And the winner is Peter and Megan. <laughs> it doesn't seem possible, but I'm glad to have won. Floor, great game. You really played well. And ah, enjoy the abyss, Floor. And here are your Borgios. Ooh, snacks. Ow, they're spiky snacks. Game over.
Where'd everybody go? Uh, well, I, I think we beat the game, and that means we can go. <laughs> uh, Rachel! Rachel! Beam us back up to over wherever you are! Uh, oh. uh, hey, hey, welcome, welcome back. back! How was it? It was hard and unfair, but we had fun. We saw a blorb get ejected into space. Ugh. Should we do a story? Yes, please. I still have some Vorgios stuck in my tongue, though. Ow! Hey, listeners, up next we have for you another kind of spooky story. It's about dreams and clocks and haunted houses. But don't worry, it's just a story. Here's the author to introduce it. I'm Lila. I'm eight years old, and I'm from Washington. This is my story. It's called The Clock. Hey, Rosie. Oh, hey, Avi. Are you coming over for dinner? No, I'm just waiting for my dad. He went with your dad down to that yard sale. What? The one at the creepy haunted house where that mysterious old woman lives? Hey, Hey, kids. Hey, Hey, Dad. Dad. Did you two really go down to that creepy house? We sure did. Right, Avi's dad? We sure did, Rosie's dad. Hey, Avi, you know how I've been obsessively going around to yard sales for years looking for old wooden chests to buy in the hopes that the owner didn't realize that it was full of millions of dollars worth of gold coins? Yeah, Dad, everyone knows that about you. That's kind of your thing. Huh, well, it finally paid off. Whoa, that chest is full of gold. I know. Let's go home and show your mother. Woohoo! See you, Rosie. Bye-bye. Wow, that was amazing. Dad, what did you get? Me? Oh, nothing special. Just this. A regular old clock? That's just what I said. The first time. The first time? Oh, I've already said too much. I really didn't okay, say- Okay, fine. I'll talk. But all I can tell you are three dreadful rules. This clock has rules? Rule number one. Never utter the words, I wish that I had something to do in front of the clock. That's no problem. I always have something to do. Number two. Do not touch the clock after dark. What? Number three. If you ever see this clock in your dreams, never ever say hello. Dad, are you feeling okay? Number four. You said there were only three. Never turn the clock hands. If you do, something dreadful will happen. Dreadful, I say. And by dreadful, I mean dreadful. Like totes dreadful. Dad, what will happen? Oops, looks like it's dinner time. Sorry, gotta go. Good luck with that clock. Remember the rules. Dreadful. Don't tell anyone I told you this. See you at dinner. Bye. Dad, that's the closet. I know. Thank you. The next day. Get this, Avi. He then stayed in the closet, avoiding me for the rest of the night. Whoa, that sounds like a pretty mysterious clock. (gasps) Hey, Rosie. Yeah? I dare you to turn the hands of the clock. That would be breaking rule number four. I'm not going to risk it, and there's nothing you can say that would change my mind. I'll give you some of my dad's gold coins. It's a deal! Later that night. Mom, Dad, I'm home. I guess they're asleep. I must have stayed out later than I thought. It's already after dark. Whoa! It's the clock! What were those rules again? I'm not supposed to say, I wish that I had something to do. I'm also not supposed to move the hands, like this. Huh, nothing happened. Oh well, time to go to sleep. 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 
You're in a dream, Rosie. Clock? Is that you? I just wanted to say thank you for being so brave and ignoring your father's silly rules. And also, I wanted to say hello. Story short, I've been forced to repeat my mistake for all of time. We have to find that clock or you'll get trapped too. I know where the clock is. You do? Yes. You bought it from that creepy haunted house down the street. I did? Yeah, but since this is the past, then you haven't done it yet. I am confused. Just come on. Let's get outside before the house gets us. <laughs> the house, it's got me. Run, Rosie. Run! <laughs> Here I am at the haunted house. Into the house! Um, hello? Wow, it's so dark in here. Hello, Rosie. Ah, who are you? It's me, Rosie. You! What? You shouldn't have touched the clock. I've been trapped in this dreadful house ever since. Ever since! That's right! Clock? Yes, you're all mine now, Rosie. <laughs> Wait a second! Your hands! They're spinning backwards! What? So? So, what happens if I grab them like this? Stop! Hey! Let go of my hands! Can I spin them forward? No! My time! My precious time! Rosie, you did it! The curse is broken! We're free! Free! <laughs> <laughs> I'm back home! Rosie, it's time to get up! Happy birthday, Miss 13 years old! 13? It worked! I'm back! Here, Rosie, I got you a present! Thanks, Dad! It's a... Uh... A clock! How dreadful! Not again! Oops! The end! And now Lee speaks with the author. Hi, Lila, this is Lee from the Story Pirates. Hi! How are you? I'm good. What have you done today? I did this pretest in PE. It was really scary to me. What is a pretest in PE? Well, they was, had this running pretest. Oh. Me, it was kind of grabbing the rope and running with it. Okay. Yeah. I'm blind, so it's kind of scary because I don't know what's in front of me. Right. Wow. I'm sorry it was scary, but I'm pretty excited that you did it anyway. Yeah, it's okay. So, Lila, you wrote the story The Clock. Uh-huh. Can you tell me... What inspired you to write it? Well, I had a dream about clocks. What are dreams like for you? Well, they're pretty much the same as, like, the dreams other people have. Mm -hmm. I kind of smell my dreams, feel my dreams, hear my dreams. That's super interesting. 
Your story is kind of scary, right? Yeah. What is it about a like a scary story that gets you excited or interested? Well, I don't like a too scary story, uh-huh. but I don't like a really lame scary story. Somewhere in the middle. Yeah, like the story I wrote, like kind of a mild. <laughs> it's a little bit like more creepy than scary, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's something else in your story that I think is really funny. Uh-huh. Rosie's dad always says the word dreadful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he talks so seriously. So you recorded yourself speaking your story, right? Uh-huh. I think that's such a cool way to come up with a story because a lot of kids probably think that you have to write a story down to tell a story, but that's not always true, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can just record your voice. Yeah, because when I braille a story, it's usually like really, really short. Lila, can you tell anyone that's listening that might not know what braille is? So braille is like this language that blind people use to help them read, write, and even sing, actually. You can read the notes. Wow. Braille is like this series of dots uh-huh. that are made into shapes that blind people learn how to do. Wow. And you feel those dots and those shapes with your fingers, right? Yeah. And I can tell what letter they are or what word it makes. That is so cool. Thanks for telling me about that. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes I make up this podcasting. I pretend I'm making a podcast. Oh, yeah? But usually I don't record it. So tell me about your podcast that you make up. It's called Podcast Paradise. Oh, cool. What happens on Podcast Paradise? Oh, it's just a podcast where they tell stories, and then I usually have a keyboard that I play with while I do it. Like, I can play beats with the instruments. So you are hosting, producing, composing, and creating stories for your very own podcast. Uh Uh-huh. That's impressive. (laughs) So, Lila, I feel like you are a master storyteller. Do you have any advice for kids who want to tell their own story? How do they start? What do they do? Sometimes what helps me, I think of what happened to me, and then I think of another character, and maybe what would help listeners is thinking of what happened to them and seeing if that will help them. Cool. Lila, this has been so fun to talk to you. Yeah. Thank you for talking to me. And thanks for letting us perform your story. You're welcome. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to today's episode and a special thanks to today's authors, Nora and Lila. Before we go, here's this week's Story Spark. Kids, write us a story about the world of dreams. First, come up with a brand new character from your imagination and then tell us what happens when that character has a dream. What happens in their dream? What do they see? And most of all, how do they feel about their dream? What does their dream mean? To your character. As always, grown-ups can submit stories at storypirates.com. See you next week. Bye! The Story Pirates Podcast is a production of Gimlet Media. Executive producers Lee Overtree and Benjamin Salka. This episode was produced by Lee Overtree, Sam Baer, MR Daniel, Peter McNerney, Andrew Miller, Jonathan Roberts, and Duke Doyle. Recording, sound design, and mixing by Sam Bear at the Relic Room in New York City. Our theme song was written by Bobby Lord and produced by Brendan O'Grady. Our head writer is Rachel Winitsky, and our staff writer is Mike Cavallon. 
contributing writers are Matt Gehring, Peter McNerney, Megan O'Neill, and Lee Overtree. Special guest, Paul F. Tompkins. This episode features performances by Ariana Ennis, Ilana Fishbein, Eric Gerson, Hallie Haas, Maggie McKinnon, Peter McNerney, Jack Mitchell, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, Jesse Thurston, Rachel Winitsky, Nimini Ware, and Matt Zambrano. Additional recording at Little Everywhere Studios in Los Angeles, California. You know, I really wish that I had an opportunity to watch Peter and Megan compete on the Gorma's floor. It's too bad I wasn't on that planet when it happened. Wait a second. I DVR'd it. Let's see. Just how does this work? Okay. Let me just call up my grandma. Hey, grandma. Yeah, it's Lee. Hey, how does the DVR work? Okay. All right. Thank you. Okay, I guess I just press right here. Oh, here it is. <laughs> oh, I'm going to have a bowl of Orgios. In the other direction, Good thing Peter and Megan got a lifetime support. Oh. Mm. So the question These is... Ow! Delicious. Mm. Ow! Wow, they weren't kidding about That's these being spiky. Is correct. <laughs> wow. This is good. Fefter poops. The wibwab in the what now? Peter, I think we have to get into that glass box and find a wibwab.